0: Week that I was going.
1: Ah! No, no. was not here? Though. That's <gasps> right here. It's waiting. Oh, is that
0: what we're waiting for? Oh,
2: we really need to get the new headsets.
0: We do need to get new Can headsets.
1: We, I thought that's what all
0: this was. No, these no are, that's what all these are. Our new microphones. We're waiting oh, for six hundred nice. bucks,
3: uh, s- s- Scott, to get six hundred bucks from uh, Bobby Prager, and then we get six hundred bucks from Mike Easter. Oh, so we're still twelve hundred
1: bucks in the hole right now. You mean Mark Easter for Mark the podcast? For for the podcast. Yep. Oh, they're donating, help donating to mm-hmm. the. Well, hey, this that's is that's what that's
2: what upgraded all of our equipment for mm-hmm.
1: philately for the future. They, they yeah, that's absolutely. Great. I have Mark's credit card number if you want.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, sure.
2: Hey, Mark. Mark just sent us a big postage slot. Why don't you just take it off of that? Oh yeah,
3: there, mm, you, go. there you go. Well, that's <laughs> what he's going to do when he pays us. He's going to pay us in postage. Ah but the uh other thing is that I'm also going I'm talking to the ASDA and also to Mystic Stamps, Don Sudman.
1: Why not? You know it and then uh, just plug them what's, more or what's Don S- can you do? link can you link these podcasts to the ASDA?
3: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. we can do all sorts of things. We can say hey, free advertising. Yep.
1: Hey, but it's it's this is forever.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe it should be no. Don't change the name. Well, I well, like the name. Well, the terrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the
3: terrible thing is, we have more. <laughs> we have more listeners than every publication out there, with the exception of Linz. Right. We have equal. Right. We we are as big as Lynn's,
1: But more important, You yes! don't have to pay anything for it,
3: and you don't have to pay anything for it. Mm-hmm.
1: So he, it's a medium by which everyone's benefiting by.
3: Well, it's more than that. It's you're a member of the community. This mm. is this is a community thing. This is like a stamp club. This is, it not, is. This mm-hmm. is not like, you know, a publication. This is a stamp club.
2: Turn your ringer volumes down. Someone's, something yes. just beeped.
1: I was going to say these, oh, that was my phone. Oh. <gasps> no, that was a, a text or something came in. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I've got mine uh, on mute. mute I
3: Where's Scott? Is he? I'm. I don't know. Did you tell them we were ready? Yeah, told them we were ready.
1: Excuse me. Pardon me.
3: Yes! yes! yes. <laughs> Is that you?
4: how did you do nothing? My, aren't we
5: touchy today.
4: Yes.
1: <laughs> that sounded like uh, Disney.
2: Uh, Daffy Duck. Daffy Duck.
1: Daffy Duck.
5: Daffy.
0: My,
1: are we touchy today. <laughs>
0: My brain blew up.
1: <laughs>
3: Actually,
0: me. S- seriously,
3: though, it, I was talking with uh, a couple people about this, and uh, Scott being one of them. Today, the experts today, I mean, you look back at like Nikon and Chase and everybody. The average expert today is probably better than Nikon and Chase because of everything that is available to people now all the technology. All the technology. Are,
2: so by, so by earlier, you saying that I'm better than probably they are, then you're just saying I'm better than average, or I'm average? Because you said the Ooh. average expert today?
3: Yes. Okay. But the the average expert, on the other hand, is, you know, you're a one percenter, that's for sure. And, a, and actually, it's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> is this you, was this your Christmas present or something?
2: Uh, no, but I did actually buy this specifically for the podcast. Oh, cool. I wanted to do it through the computer, but the way it feeds into the board, it's a uh, the USB does a one way thing, uh-huh. so I can either have the sound come out of the computer and into the board, in which case I can't record, or I can have the computer, I can have the board go in and record, but then I can't make the sounds. Did you
3: get a new soundboard?
2: Yes, we did. Wow.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, everything on this table is pretty much new, isn't it? Wonderful.
0: Yeah. yeah speaking I, of yeah. technology, Except my yeah. elbows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But. So my when, when, my when? microphone has it. I have to do that. I yeah. have to have mm-hmm. got to get uh, Bobby with on,
1: on, on a podcast sometime in the near future. What? You have to have Bobby on the podcast in the near future? Well, we'll record something for him. Okay.
3: I mean, he he we give him a bump at the end. You mm-hmm. know, we oh, talk the, about him and stuff like the that.
2: The cool part is now that we can... Uh,
1: you should
3: bring up the, the I can, donations.
2: I can plug my... What?
3: The
1: you should bring up the donations oh, yes, from these people oh. because... Oh, now we
3: can hear you. Hi, Steve. <laughs> Hi.
1: You should bring up their donations online or on the podcast because it might prompt other people to do so. Yeah, except I really well, don't, I don't
3: want to take donations. I don't want to monetize mm, this. I want oh, this to be okay. free. You okay. know, sometimes we, when we well, started, a, we started a, on a shoestring.
2: There's a difference though. I mean, if you want to monetize something like this, that's adding paid content people donating to you so that you can take your time and upgrade your equipment's a completely different yeah thing. but
3: you don't expect the listeners for that you you there's, know there's
2: well cert- that's well that but people people do that
3: yeah but we get you know we get coasters and we get stamps and we get stuff there well that's I, I'm, awesome i'm incredibly happy with that
2: oh so am i that's great mm-hmm. but what i'm saying is there's there's people out there that they may sit and record four or five podcasts a week, and that's their job, and they're yeah. all free podcasts, but they get enough donations that they can make a living out of it.
3: Yeah, if, if you need to live on it. Yeah, I can, I can definitely so, see that. I mean, There's
1: certainly more clarity with this system than before.
3: Oh, uh, isn't there? Oh, yeah. If, if Have you, you noticed if,
1: it in the... Um,
3: absolutely. Oh, God, yes. The, the last podcast was so quick for me to edit. There was no sound changes. It was all very level. Uh, The board, the microphones and everything. I told you that having having all of these would be. Oh yeah, yeah.
2: Well, and the nice thing is, is you'll be able to listen to this because I am recording now. So is this the first (laughs) session with this new setup? Mm, Second Second. or third?
3: Third. Third?
1: Third. Yeah, Uh Yeah, because we did the one. What what podcast is this, 104?
3: 107.
1: 107.
3: 107. Well, the one thing that I am, very happy about is you know i play background music when sometimes we're talking and i sort of stole that from uh Freakano- or freakonomics but on other podcasts like the stuff you should know podcast, they don't have anything in the background mm-hmm. whenever i hear something like air conditioning i can just very easily put a very very light soundtrack of something easy listening and it blows it all away Anyway, we're all here. Are you ready to do a countdown? Hold on,
0: I'm getting geared up here.
5: What's there to gear up?
0: Um, I'm kind of she's double. Been, she's
2: been sitting here for nine minutes and just mm-hmm. getting geared up. I am.
0: Uh, uh, up. Well, I've been kind of, um, I've kind of got work <laughs> on email at the moment too. Well, you
3: re, you remember the one pet podcast we did? We had like thirty minutes of intro before we even started the podcast.
2: Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you bugged me to start recording, so I started recording. Yeah. So oh, I always like it. We've been recording for yeah. like nine Cash? and a half minutes now.
0: Did you see my Facebook yesterday? Yesterday was my, it was a year ago we posted my first Ooh, podcast. Happy birthday or Ooh. happy anniversary. Something like that, Rody. yeah. <laughs> Yay.
5: Yippie, yippie,
0: yahoo. <laughs> yeah, I know. We're all so excited about that, aren't we?
1: nice equipment
0: Mm -hmm. okay well i'm ready cash count it down five four three two one
2: hi this is bobby prager with gary posner incorporated and you're listening to stamp show here today
0: look at them madam have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful
4: i'm sorry i don't know anything about stamps
0: Oh. This is the gentle art of philately,
2: otherwise known as stamp collecting. Here's a pile of stamps carefully culled from swap meets and garage sales.
5: Rupert, what are you thinking
2: of? Oh, I was just thinking of all the years
1: I've wasted collecting stamps.
5: Oh,
2: like stamp collecting. Now that's all right. That's quite a nice hobby, that.
4: Yeah, but it's not enough. Don't you understand? I'm lonely. I'm so terribly lonely.
5: All right, Homer! You beat those stamp Nazis with good old-fashioned American complaining.
0: Homer, if it weren't for you, we'd be at the mercy of weekend philatelists. You know, why didn't you just say stamp collectors? Because I'm tired of dumbing myself down for you.
5: I'm Spain and two from Japan. I got a couple from Israel and Azerbaijan. I got a planet from Poland, but none from Sudan. I'm from Fiji or Uzbekistan. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.
0: Welcome to Stamp Show here today, episode 107. I'm Cash and I love stamps and stamp collecting.
5: I'm Scott, and my attitude is like my blood type B positive. Wow.
0: My response to that is my blood type O
5: <laughs>
0: negative. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I outscored you all. I'm A positive. What are you a
2: positive about? Stamp collecting. All right. Well, this is Tom.
0: And I'm your host, Don. We also have stamp show Steve Patillo here, so this week we have increased the cover charge to $10. But you get all you can drink, so belly up, order this special stamp show here today margarita on the rocks with no salt. Because... <gasps> mm-hmm. I thought you just said you didn't want to monetize
2: the podcast. Now you're charging a cover charge. I am no.
0: make up your mind, man. Mm-hmm. This week we will be discussing stamp shows, why Pluto isn't a planet, and what the difference between Goofy and Pluto is.
3: <laughs> it's hard to argue with that for a variety of reasons. Like, why would you
0: want to? <laughs> sounds, <laughs> That's one. Of
2: them. Sounds like sounds like we're gonna have the uh, Stand By Me. Uh, stand By. Stand, me. Me, uh, Ooh,
3: stand By Me. Argument, yeah, there you go. <laughs>
0: First thing, though, does anyone have any New Year's stamp resolutions?
3: Well, I was. Uh, it, one was suggested to me that I stop ragging on the U.S. stamp designs, and with the stamp poll coming up, I'm uh, going to be more happy about the designs of the stamps at the post offices. We, well, you should be happy. Well, they just put out the year of the chicken yesterday. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, true. that's
0: right. Yeah, you should be happy. I about I was that was year of the
3: rooster. It's not. It's year of the cock. Everybody, that's it. (laughs) Yes!
1: No comment. Mm -mm. That is a comment.
0: Now, okay, here's my... (laughs) I want to address this because... We complain about the stamp designs because they're not good stamp designs. I mean. Well, maybe. Well, some
5: of the subjects aren't that popular either. Mm -hmm. It's like, why are we commemorating something on our stamp designs Uh when it really has nothing to do with America in many Mm -hmm. cases? Oh, yeah. I mean,
0: it's not to be negative, but at the same time, come on, you can do better than this. Look at Canada. Absolutely.
5: They can do better than that.
0: Any other New Year's resolutions?
2: Well, Cash's resolution just went in the toilet as we all just started ragging on him right away.
0: (laughs) One down. Well, it is the first week of January. I mean...
5: Isn't that when you're supposed to break your New Year's resolutions? That's
0: usually when it happens. No, I'm
3: going to try to keep this one. I'll I'll be more positive. I'll say... Hmm. uh, they just weren't up to snuff. Instead of that, sucks. Cash okay, just going to
2: oh. be more positive. I'm positive they suck.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> well, okay, maybe we could be more, um, maybe constructive criticism. Okay, but that's fair. Fair enough. Yeah.
3: I mean, when they have colorful confetti, we'll say, "Oh, oh that was an original design."
5: You know, I, I saw. Th- I we'll said I really it. didn't like those celebrate stamps that they issued in New York in May. <laughs> And I actually got a couple of them for this Christmas on cards. Uh oh. And they actually look better one at a time than they do in an entire sheet. Really? Are you talking uh,
1: about the one that says celebrate on it with the, like fireworks in the background? No, no, no. This, no, is, no. The, this
5: uh, is the confet- classic stamps. The confetti stamps. Oh, oh, the confetti stamps. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They actually look better one at a time. I, I do get that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll show you one. Oh, okay. Nothing there. Let me hold it up to the microphone. Yeah, yeah there you go. Ooh, how beautiful. <laughs> Well, uh, my resolution, since you asked.
0: Uh, and I did. Is to
5: buy less stamps.
0: No, that is a bad resolution. No,
5: the price of my toys just keeps going up. Actually, I'm going to buy less. Doesn't mean I'm going to spend less. It yeah, i to buy less.
3: Okay. <laughs> that's, I made that decision probably about 15 years ago. Is I was going to buy fewer but more expensive items. So if my stamp uh, budget is $100, I'd rather buy two $50 stamps than $10,000 ten cent stamps. You're my going?
1: resolution is to attend more stamp shows.
3: Attend more stamp oh, shows. Oh, hey. <laughs> there you go. That's a good one. Yeah. Well, I that like was it. my
5: resolution last year, and I think I kind of knocked that one out of the park. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you did. Yep, yep.
2: Or promote more stamp shows. How
3: about you, Tom? Well,
5: there
2: you go. I think mine would actually be to buy more stamps.
5: Oh, okay. I think yours is... I can I propose a New Year's resolution for you, and that would be I to should. actually attend more stamp shows. That's
2: what that would help to pay for me to go. I'll be there.
3: <laughs> oh. <laughs> How much does it cost to go to
0: Anaheim?
1: How about you, Don? Cost time away from his family. Are That's you referring true. to the one-day Anaheim show or, or, I, or think, I think he abortion? is. Mm, I think he is.
0: Okay.
1: I'll be at Orco, but I may be in disguise. Ah.
0: Uh. <laughs> mm. Well, mine's very simple. I'm just going to expand my dragon collection.
1: There you go. Mm -hmm. Did you ever get a uh, 209 UPC pound yet? No. Aw, man. (laughs) That's
0: actually actually a nice stamp.
1: King George slaying Mm -hmm. the dragon.
0: I know. I want that one, but Mm -hmm. I am but a poor bookkeeper. But, yes, I've got my eye on it.
2: And, by the way, you can't really slam too much yet this year because uh, as far as the stamps go, they did the... uh, what is it, the Priority and the Express? And both of those are nice. Oh, yeah. yeah. the Adding to the, was it the Landscape series?
3: Oh, no, they, they come out easily 50% of their stamps are nice. The what other 50%, that, percent, you Go just
5: shake your head, though. Sorry,
2: I'm staring at Scott's computer while he's...
1: I didn't like those at all.
5: Well, some of the designs looked better.
1: <laughs> now that I know it, it, came in a book of paint at 20. The colors were not becoming... And uh, it wasn't as printed as nice as the lace stamps back in the 80s. That's a, I like the cardinal.
3: Oh, Austria just came out with a cool stamp. It's uh, fabric. It's a dress, and it's cloth.
0: Oh, that sounds like something Scott would want to collect. Eh. Oh, and then I well, also got...
2: Speaking of, they just announced um, they're going to do a set of stamps off of... Um, oh, man, who is it? I'm prepared. Some dude. No, it was a fashion designer. They were going to do um, a series. Versace? Versace?
0: N- no, Versace. it wasn't. Damn it,
1: now I need to find it. I yeah, think yeah, it's yeah, pronounced
0: yeah. Versace. I think you're wrong. It's Versace. Mm-hmm.
2: I just thought it was Versailles.
1: You haven't had one yet.
2: V-E-R.
3: <laughs> right? I don't I don't remember a C-H in the name. Have
1: you ever seen any of the dishes that they
3: did? This is
0: coming from the guy who has two silent consonants in his last name. <laughs> I don't want to hear about this. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't talk to me about pronouncing names.
1: Much less spelling it.
0: <laughs> or that. <laughs> yeah,
3: when I was in school, in the beginning of the class, they'd call names, and uh, they'd get to the V's. And the teacher would stare at it, and I'd yell, here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I imagine looking at the way your last name is spelled, you'd, someone would just say, Cash Breakfast.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, was, that makes sense. That
0: does make sense.
1: So you who were called that before. Oh, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm with you on this one. I'm, my last name get mangled all the time. Still does. They just, you know, they go as far as dawn, and then they get silent. <laughs> oh, God. Six letters, can you really screw that up? And I don't have the silent consonants like you do. Yeah, that's true. Whatever. We had to pay extra for the letters. Did you?
3: Mm.
0: How about moving right along? Sounds good to me. Thank you. Mm.
5: About time.
0: <laughs> it's the Muppets. Moving right along. On this day in history. One week ago. Cash Brave has got a Pluto stamp sheet signed by Neil deGrasse Tyson, and we and talked about it on a podcast.
3: Yep, and Steve, here is what I was oh. going to show you. It's a uh, pair of the press sheet, souvenir sheets, and he signed one that says, Welcome to Pluto. And the other one is, Pluto isn't a planet, get over
0: it. It was demoted, get over yeah, I, <laughs> it. Was de- that's what it says, demoted, yep. Yep. get over it. Uh huh. Eh. Neil deGrasse Tyson told Cash to get over it. I He's like that. Neil deGrasse, is he the,
1: the artist? The...
0: No, 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 astrophysicist. I'm going to ignore the what? fact that you ask that. You, you...
1: I don't know, I'm a Stepaholic. <sighs> Ask me about stamps. I, oh yeah. We well, know it.
0: We know yeah. It's stamps. If not a
1: refer to Scott.
2: <laughs> all right. I found it. It's o, it's Oscar De La Renta. Oh.
0: Oh.
5: Yeah, I remember seeing that. Thought they were So they got garish. the stamp
2: they got the stamp of him and then they got all like the different fabric designs and stuff.
3: Yeah. Mm. It oh. just, Will we
2: be able to afford it?
3: Yeah, when is that coming out?
2: <laughs> um I I have to look. I don't know if they announced a release date yet. No, oh. I make all
1: sorts of noise with the computer. There was another... Let me uh, make sure while I did that, I did ...stamp actually. that was okay, issued sure. recently. I'm trying to recall what it was. Another, like, three-dimensional type thing, you know. They've done things out of pearls and diamonds and... Oh, well, I got chocolate. one. Mine,
3: uh, I wanted to get the Swarovski crystals. I've seen that one. We've had and I that can, before. I got those.
1: Is that the recent one?
3: Yeah, from Austria. Yeah. Well, it's not recent. The one was from 1997. The other okay. one's, like, 2002.
1: One of the very first ones was the Swiss... Swiss one with the, the embroidered. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And it comes in a single and then the sheet of four, which is difficult yep. to get.
4: Hmm.
1: A lot of neat things. They have, a, I think it was Cambodia or Laos came out with a beaded purse. They're very nice. But I think it all started with Bhutan with the records back in the 70s.
0: Yeah. Oh, those are cool.
1: Yeah. Unusual stamps.
0: What was that one that you got, Scott? The one that's on—was it cod skin stamp or oh, something like that? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kind of yeah,
5: freaky. Thank you, uh-huh. thank you Patrick.
1: <laughs> so next they'll have flesh. Ew.
3: Uh, it was flesh. leatherized? Yeah, it was leatherized. Uh, leatherized. Cod skin, which, by the way, that's one of the podcasts I want to do is on the cod wars.
1: That might have been the one I was referring to. It was recent, came out during the fall. Yeah. Like, how unusual... No. Mm
3: -hmm. Yeah, next podcast I'm going to do that one. It just
2: says 2017. It doesn't say it has a release date yet. Ah, okay. Uh, At least not that I can
3: find. We're only a couple days in. Still have 300 Well, I think this came out like the end of December, so... So, back to Pluto. Back
0: to Pluto. Some background first. Now, Pluto was discovered by Clyde Tombaugh in 1930 and was originally considered to be the ninth planet from the sun. After 1992, its planethood was questioned following the discovery of several objects of similar size in the Kuiper Belt. In 2005, Eris, which is bigger than Pluto, was discovered. This led the International Astronomical Union to define the term planet formally. That definition excluded Pluto and reclassified it as a dwarf planet.
5: So it's still a planet. Yeah. It's just a dwarf planet. A
3: dwarf planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but more than that...
0: Pluto's a plutoid.
3: Yeah. So
5: it's a plutoid. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Pluto. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And then That sounds painful, a bad actually. Rap.
5: It sounds painful.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> now, is, did you put it that way? Now I'm... Oh.
1: Aren't you supposed to have sound effect to that?
0: He will.
5: <laughs> I'd make a really crass comment, but I'd... Cash would probably, leave, leave, probably uh. leave it in. He would leave it in.
0: In 2007, NASA launched a comfort probe to help Pluto out in this time of stress. It, it contains several comfort animals, and we wish them all well.
3: Yeah, I don't think that actually happened, did it?
0: Yeah, it may have. Uh. It, it, yeah, but the state of California did introduce legislation to reinstate Pluto as a full planet. And of course we did. Of course we did. Like immediately.
1: <laughs> and they hold they, they hired John Holder to <laughs> do it. <laughs> Wait, breaking news in California.
2: We should have that Let's make ahead. Pluto
3: a planet again.
5: Uh-huh. I thought Pluto was a dog.
0: Well nice.
3: there is that. Actually, did you know that Pluto the planet and Pluto the dog were both done in 1930? And that probably the Pluto, they are not sure which order it went in, but probably Pluto was named after the planet versus the planet being named after the dog. Mm -hmm. Because the name came from an 11-year-old kid. Huh? (laughs) Pluto... (laughs) And Pluto were both named in 1930. Mm-hmm. Oh, and by the way, um, this is—I thought this was cool. <laughs> Did you know that in the Disney universe, clothes matter? Mickey owns Pluto the dog, not the planet, because Pluto doesn't wear clothes. Goofy wears clothes, so Goofy is a guy. Pluto doesn't wear clothes, so Pluto is a pet.
0: Clothes make the man. Clothes make the man. Hmm. Except Daffy Duck. That's not Disney. That's Warner Brothers. Yeah. And they only wear shirts. They go around pantsless, which... My, aren't we
5: touchy today.
0: (laughs) Since you're going to bring him up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And also, the planet Pluto was almost named the planet Minerva. That was the second up. And so I wonder if... uh, You mean
5: like Minerva the dog?
3: It would be Minerva the dog instead of Pluto the dog.
5: What nerve.
3: What nerve. nerve. By the way, the, way, the reason why uh, Pluto was demoted is that now there's a three-step test for planets. One of them is you have to have enough mass for you to be round. The second thing is you have to be the main orbital body. So like a moon is not a planet anymore because the moon used to be. And the third one, and this is where uh, Pluto fails, is it has to have cleared all the crud out of its orbit. And since it's in an asteroid belt, it hasn't cleared it. And so that's why Pluto isn't a planet is because there's too many asteroids around it.
2: Wait. Mm -hmm. So I'm Mm round-ish. My kids are constantly circling me. (laughs) And I'm always getting their toys out of the way. Therefore, I am a planet. You
3: are a planet. That is awesome. You're
1: a planetoid.
0: Well, if they revolve around you, you're a star. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Uh,
5: Are you a rock star?
1: No, (laughs) he's. I deny you totally. Was that contributed by Jiminy?
0: Yes.
3: Ah. Did you know that in the original uh, Pinocchio, Jiminy Cricket is smashed by a hammer in the very beginning?
0: Oh, really?
1: Yep, yep, yep. Awesome. That was his well, cousin. Well,
2: then they should have been like Wally. You know, he had a roach, Wally. and he ran over the <laughs> roach, and the roach just popped up and kept running. Oh, yeah, that's
3: Jimny right. Cricket should have been a roach. <laughs> yep, there you go. Now, we should do some, like, Grimm's fairy tales and stuff.
1: Why not do Wally episode with the mm. Disney stamps?
3: Yeah. Anyway, Pluto's been on three stamps. Uh, actually, I think it's only been no, on take, two.
1: Take that back. He's been on more... Because we, oh, inter-governmental. no. Intergovernmental. Pl- Pluto the dog? Both of them have been on a lot of stamps from mm. intergovernmental.
3: Uh, well, yeah, from worldwide. Yes. Yeah.
1: Well, you didn't, weren't specific.
3: Uh, that's true. Mm-hmm. I uh, In the United States, Pluto has been on two stamps. Mm. One of them is the stamp that says not explored yet. And then the souvenir sheet, which is what Neil deGrasse Tyson signed. You're referring to Pluto the planet explored. now
1: and not the dog? Yes. Because Pluto is on The, the Pluto, dog, the dog has is been on, on I think a couple stamps.
3: Yes. Okay. Pluto the dog has been on more stamps than Pluto the planet. Yes. And by the way, just just for your if this is for everybody out here who doesn't know who Neil DeGrasse Tyson is. Steve, go to YouTube and one of my favorite videos on him is uh type in Tyson T Y S O N photography Vincent van Gogh. Mm. And you will hear him talk about how photography and the stars change the way that really we look at the universe.
0: Or just watch the series Cosmos.
3: Or watch the series Cosmos. Which is excellent.
0: Yeah. Really fascinating. Is that a Jerry
3: Seinfeld
1: episode? Huh? Yes. Cosmos? (gasps) Oh...
3: Cosmo In, there's a dog named Cosmo who had the dog Cosmo was that on the Jetsons
0: yes yes, yes, yes. it was <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to ask not you for Disney. that <laughs>
3: Oh, Disney hasn't bought out the Jetsons yet. Not of <laughs> no. Sounds like
1: a slice out of an orange. <laughs> oh, that's a radar thing. But
2: you know they could because they're building Star Wars Land over in Anaheim, so they could have like you
3: know, the Jetsons flying oh. car. Oh yeah, yeah. Where are the flying cars? I, I like the robot. The robot, Rosie. Rosie, the yeah, robot.
1: Yeah. who ran, ran on the uh, maid. Yeah, the maid.
3: With one little wheel on yes. the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hey, that was our favorite program on Saturday morning. It was to Mm, watch
0: the Jetsons. The Jetsons,
1: yeah. Yeah, 60s, the Jetsons. The Jetsons. Leroy.
0: The Flintstones. Where's my flying car?
1: Wherever you left it.
0: (laughs) Yeah, really. (laughs) And the dog
1: was Asteroid.
0: Astro. Astro, Astro. Astro. yeah. Leroy and Astro. Mm -hmm. George. George. Meanwhile, back at the podcast. Oh, man. Oh,
1: now, Taz,
3: you're talking about Pluto stamps. Yeah, so there's a worldwide, there's a lot of Pluto stamps, but there are a g- gajillion Pluto the dog stamps.
1: How many is a gajillion?
3: Yeah, I was going to ask the same
5: thing. It's uh, more stamps than you can collect. Yeah.
3: A you, lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Is
1: it more than a bazillion?
5: Yes.
3: Yes. Oh, much yeah, because
1: it's further lettered down the alphabet. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm.
3: Now, there was another stamp that, uh, Steve, you told me that it wasn't issued. Supposedly, there's a 2015 New Horizons stamp, and you've never seen it, and I've never seen it.
1: That's a U.S. design?
3: It's a U.S. forever stamp, yeah.
1: Never issued.
3: Yeah, never issued. Okay, well, then uh, that's probably just somebody planning something or something.
1: Yeah, did you have that printed? Did you have 10,000 of those made?
3: No, I wanted to get the imperforated press sheet, but they stopped doing those. Oh,
1: okay. Along with Marilyn?
3: Yeah, there you go. <clears throat> well, actually the uh I I sent off this is a pair from the And
1: I thought they were sheet. special. I thought he was giving one to me, but no.
3: Of course not. These are Neil deGrasse Tyson. You don't even
1: know who he is. No, I don't. You should
3: be ashamed of yourself.
1: Uh-huh. Well, I am ashamed of myself for other things, but not for that. Oh, <laughs> Well,
3: that's about it. Neil
1: Tyson? Neil, Neil deGrasse, DeGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Oh. No. No clue.
3: Oh, and Steve, since we're talking about stamps, these came from Marcel Sleeker.
1: Not and, Marcel Vin.
3: And he contributed these stamps for you.
1: Oh, they got bananas on
3: them. Yep. bananas. stamps. Cool.
1: You got bananas and pajamas. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, this one's got, oh, I like this even more because it's got a socked-on-the-nose cancel. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I like socked-on-the-nose. The odds of someone being able to get a socked-on-the-nose is very limited.
3: Yep. Yeah. So I collect you chickens, you collect
1: bananas. I collect bananas, I collect uh, Peter Max, and I collect purple stamps, all shades of purple.
2: So, so now what I'm going to have to do with all my uh, Lego buying that my kids do, they have Lego minifigure set, little ba- little sets they come out with now that are, like, hidden. You don't know what's in them. One of the sets that's out right now actually has a Lego dude in a banana
1: suit. Oh! <laughs> oh. Lego my banana. <laughs> yes! <laughs> no, actually, I'm going to someday exhibit my, my banana collection. It will be called We've Gone Bananas... And the motto is a collection with appeal.
3: (laughs) I want to do the same thing with chickens. I I want to do a one-framer with chickens. And I wanted to have uh, it basically to be about the 1848 or 1948, 1949, whatever it is. That chicken (laughs) stamp and then a bunch of other chicken stamps. And I don't know what the overall topic would be other than just chickens. So,
1: what would you call it? uh, Chicken Little.
3: Chickens in philately. Famous chickens in philately. <laughs> Famous chicken stamp collectors. You need to work on that. Yeah, something.
1: Chicken uh, and waffles? I, chicken I, and waffles. Why, and why waffles? don't you, why don't you uh, label it which came first? The stamp collector or the chicken? Yeah. <laughs> which came first? <laughs> I think that'd be a good title. Which came first?
2: Well, he was right. Pluto actually was named after by an 11-year-old girl.
3: Hey, I know my facts.
1: Use factory. I don't know. I
4: think <laughs> you just got lucky. I know.
0: As all eyes look at casual. <laughs> Next. Next. Our expert topic this week is on stamp shows, and we have stamp show Steve here to tell us all about them. Now first you gotta plug Orco Expo and then tell our listeners about being a stamp show promoter. A promoter. <laughs> that's,
1: that's the way I feel some days. I know. All right. First off, uh, my nickname is Stamp Show Steve because I put on most of the stamp shows in Southern California. And our next week, January 13th through 15th, is Orco Expo, which is one of the largest shows or conventions in the United States. It will be held at the Hotel Fullerton, which is at 1500 South Raymond Drive, right at the 91 Freeway And uh, we have three ballrooms of entertainment for you. Uh, Ballroom one and two will be uh, full of dealers buying and selling. We have approximately 35 different dealers occupying the equivalent of about 75 booths. And in the Crystal Ballroom, we have Harmershaw Auction. And uh, on Friday, January 13th, ooh. Mm. Best day ever. It is. We have a first day of issue.
3: Hold on. Hold on. Is it is it is Friday the 13th? Friday the yes 13th? it is. Yeah. Oh. Yes it is. Uh-huh. Best day ever. So,
1: but I'm lucky on Friday the 13th.
3: Okay. Anyway, we
1: have a Year of the Rooster cock personalized chicken. Per- <laughs> personalized. Okay. There we go. On January Friday the 13th or Friday the 13th. Or Friday, January 13th. You can pick your choice. <laughs> the United Nations will be celebrating the year of the rooster, issuing a first-day-of-issue personalized sheet. It, the, the ceremony or presentation will start at 10.30 a.m. in the Crown Ballroom. And uh, you can get the year of the rooster, chicken, crow, cock. whatever. Cock.
3: It's a Cock.
1: Anyway, I believe they're going to be fourteen ninety-five for a sheet of ten, and uh, these personalized sheets have gone up in value over the years. And this one will be issued at Orco Expo. Uh, you can also go online to StampShowSteve.com, and the program can be downloaded. It's four pages. It has a list of the dealers and the events that are going on. We do have a special drawing for a Penny Black and a U.S. Penny Black is G- Great Britain number one and a U.S. number one. You do not need to be present. You just have to deposit a entrance slip at the registration table. Uh, we will have free registration. Our admission is free with registration, or two dollars if you want to keep your anonymity. Um, oh, that's
3: interesting. Yes. Why do you, how do you, why do you do that?
1: The reason being is so that I can uh, have the choice of no admittance to anyone that I don't want. You have to charge admittance in order to decline having someone come into the show. Oh. If you are a public event and it's free admission, you cannot deny anyone entrance. But if you charge, then you have the right of refusal to entrance.
3: So can I get in? Yes.
1: We also offer early entrance to Orco Expo attendees. Uh, good for all three days. It costs $100 for that. And that gets you in... Uh, two hours early on Friday, an hour early each on Saturday and Sunday. Uh, Nordica, the Scandinavian post offices, will be located in crown room, ballroom, crown room. Nordica, Scandinavia post offices will be located in the crown ballroom number one. Uh, again, we have about 35 different dealers participating from all over the country. Harmer will be the auctioneer. Uh, with about 4,000 lots being offered over the three days. And viewing starts on Thursday. We also have a dealer bourse day. If you're a dealer and have a business card or a resale license, you can come in on Thursday to buy from the dealers that are there. Um, Professional stamp experts. Oh, PSE presents a live podcast, just as we're doing right now. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Expertizing in Friday seminar. And we're going to also have a free daily lunch in conjunction with Oracle Expo in the California Room. We offer spaghetti or beef stroganoff from 12 to 1 o'clock. The meetings that will be at the show will be PSE grading and expertizing. Sounds redundant. uh, Which starts Friday at approximately 1.15 following the lunch in the California Room. Cool. Uh, The PNC3, which is the U.S. Plate Number Coils Group, is Saturday from 11 to 1 in the boardroom don't be late you might get fired <laughs> Reese first day cover Society is Saturday starts approximately 115 following lunch in the California room and believe it or not we have the Nepal Philatelic Society Sunday from 11 to 1 about three weeks ago I had an email and they requested to have a Nepal meeting. And two gentlemen are flying in from Nepal just to have this meeting at Oracle Expo. And I think hopefully they'll get a few more people. I know Jim or Bill Jansen is also a collector in Nepal, so there will be three people there for that one. Well, I've and, got
3: a couple of Nepal covers. I'll yeah, you can go to, them, to that I, meeting. I can't read anything. They may say, hey, this is a rare routing Maybe. mark or something. And yeah.
1: then we have the Japanese Philatelic Society on Sunday at about 2 p.m. in the boardroom so again if you go online to stampshowsteve.com the flyer with all the information including all my one day shows which i'll talk about a little bit in a moment uh, and the program, are you can download them and have that information in advance, plus the special drawing tickets, which you can participate. In. You do not need to be there to win, but you can win a Penny Black or a U.S. number 1 at 2 o'clock on Sunday. And again, you don't need to be present.
3: And Friday the 13th, they have the year of the cock.
1: Yes, we have the year of the rooster, the cock, the chicken, whatever you may say. The personalized sheep being issued January the 13th at 10.30 a.m. in the Crown Ballroom. Now, as far as other shows that I produce, I produce three different monthly one-day shows. They are Van Eyes, which is the original first, first Sunday stamp show, which my mentor started in 1968. It's the longest-running one-day stamp show. So next year we get to celebrate its 50th year. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. And... I also produced the five-star Saturday stamp show in Glendale at the YWCA. And I also pr- produce the quality Sunday stamp show in Anaheim at the Anaheim Plaza Hotel. All of these shows are held monthly except for this month because of Orco Expo and its enormity. I don't like to dilute it. And uh, we want you to all come out for Orco Expo instead of the one-day shows. But again, this schedule is on my website at stampshowsteve.com. You can download it, print it. And uh, all my events are free admission and free parking. We want you to come in and patronize the dealers and and that that few dollars you might spend at another event, we want you to spend with the dealers. Mm. So we wish and hope that you'll come out and support the dealers and support the shows and uh, have a good time.
3: You know, we have a couple of stamp uh, clubs who listen to us. How difficult is it to actually put a stamp show together? Like if you were a stamp club. Obviously, these have been going on, like you said, for 50 years. But if you were to do a one-off stamp show or something like that, what what advice could you give people or, you know, just...
1: Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Go to his shows. Um, it's a lot no, of work. It's not a matter of of come to my shows. I'm a dedicated philatelist. <laughs> Ooh, I used that word. Um, Dedicated? Dedicated to the promotion of philately. I have been this way since I was a little kid. I'm for the betterment of philately. I want people to succeed, but the dealers and the collectors have a good time, and hopefully they, they, they find something at my shows. A lot of people come to me and they say, well, is it a good show? I said, well, that depends. I said, what well, depends on what? I said, depends if you find something for your collection. If you find something for your collection, then you had a good show. If you don't, then you did. So it's up to you to search and, and look and, and deal and talk with the, the dealers and the collectors at the show. You know, it's a symbiotic thing. We're there to help you and you're there to hopefully find a bargain or that elusive item that you've been looking for you never know if you find it in a dime box a dollar box or if it's really rare maybe you're going to have to pay a lot of money but if someone knows what you want and they have it you know the money is replaceable the item isn't and i see people sometimes uh, okay, if you can't afford it, it's one thing. But if you can afford it and you pass on it, you may never get another opportunity to acquire that rare or elusive item. And sometimes it's not about the money. It's the opportunity. Oh, geez, God, Scott got there before I did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but the, the, the thing is, is I provide the opportunity. And back to the question, how difficult it is. First off, you have to find a location that's affordable. Then you have to uh, acquire dealers to support the room. And if you're a new event, the odds of being able to get people to follow you are, are very against you because you have no track record. I excuse me, took over existing one-day shows. One of the shows was given to me, and I didn't accept it. I allowed that person to have a booth at the show for a year and a half, and they, they had— whittled down to four dealers in the show, and that's my quality Sunday stamp show, which is actually the best of all the one-day stamp shows. It
3: it is great. I Mm -hmm. have
1: 21 to 23 dealers, but the first time after I took it over, I had, I think, eight or nine in the room, and then the next month I had 20 in the room. and and
3: But that's because it's you versus...
1: Well, I believe that I do more than most clubs more than most promoters as far as doing the basics and then some and that's what makes things work is you always have to do and then some not my mom told me years ago anyone can do the big things it's all about who takes care of the little things and the small details that makes things special so that's Always been part of me is is advertise, and and give the dealers what they want, which was as simple as a trash bag and electricity and not charging for it. I have candy at the front. That's you know uh, I have donuts and bagels at some of the shows. Uh, we have coffee, uh, little 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 things that make things special or or take the edge off of it. And I, I like this year. I did something that. I believe no other club or other major show has done. I mailed out over 3,300 programs, this four-page program, which is on the website. I mailed out to the, to the customer list in advance so that you get to look at and decide who you're going to go see, and there's a floor plan. And if more clubs or, or other promoters were, I don't want to say necessarily do what I do, they can emulate, they can follow, they can duplicate. I wish they would. I'm for the betterment of stamp collecting, and anything that makes things a little better, a little nicer, I'm for. I don't care if, if someone else does it. I hope they do it. I want them to do it because then you're going to be more encouraged to come out and collect, whether it be in San Diego or San Francisco or back east. Uh, Westbex to me is the second-best collection show in the country. APS Summer Show is number one. I've been rated Oracle Expo as, I rate it personally as number five in the country. Uh, A few dealers tell me, oh, you're like the fourth best show in the country. Well, I want to be like Westpac. So the only thing is, is I cannot or never have as many exhibits. But this year, we're introducing 14 frames of exhibit. This is a debut for Oracle Expo. They're non-competitive, but they're for the for the customers or the 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 attendees pleasure and we're going to build on that a little bit and that way i can call it an an exhibit or exhibition as well and uh, i want to show the fun side of collecting in things like next year i want to put in my my uh purple collection and my peter max collection and my banana collection collect stamps for fun just collect Mm -hmm. stamps for fun Nobody, nobody. You don't have to have an album and fill all the spaces. After all, some of the stamps we can't afford, or there's only one or two of. So collect something for fun. Collect a topic that pleases you, like Pluto. Collect space. <laughs> yeah. Collect dogs. Bananas. Bananas. Yeah. Dragons. Chickens. And dragons and chickens and my daughter, animals. All animals. kinds, mm-hmm. snakes, yeah. reptiles, but dinosaurs. It makes you happy when you look at them. You get a smile on your face. That's what the collecting is about. It's an escapism. I wish and hope that people will come to my shows, plan a trip to Disneyland around my stamp shows because my Anaheim stamp show is directly across the street from the entrance of the Anaheim Disneyland. And, and Dad can come to the stamp show while the family can start over at Disneyland, and, and you have a great trip. So, Disneyland. 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 <laughs> I get dizzy after the ride, so I call it Dizland. <laughs> Disneyland. Anyway, I hope you uh, someday. Anyone listening that comes to Anaheim can come and uh, come to the shows. Go to stampshowsteve com and look at the uh, my website for upcoming stamp shows that are all free parking and free admission, and we welcome you to attend.
3: So the stamp. Clubs out there who are saying, we want to put on a show, you're saying that it's, it, it can't be insurmountable because a lot of shows do it. Um, but
1: Okay, back to the problems of, of doing that. Um, clubs are not paid employees. Thus, people are given positions or responsibilities, which I find over the years, oh, well, I didn't have time to do that. And my reply is, you had the same 24 hours of the day that I do why can I put on nearly 40 events, and I put on as many as 62 events in one year and attend another 25 or 35? So it, it, right now I do about 65 shows a year, and I'm a vendor as well as a promoter. Uh, okay, I'm a maniac. What can I say? Um, <laughs> but when club people take the attitude, well, it doesn't matter. Well, and that's what happens is, well, we'll do, we'll do it next year, or we'll try. I'm sorry, those excuses have been the detriment and the demise of almost all the shows is, well, we'll try it next year. And nobody remembers and they have to reinvent the wheel. No different than Orange County Stamp Club. It, they had Orco Pex. And the year that I squashed it was I asked for a list of volunteers at the Stamp Club while I was president. And the only other person that volunteered was Pete Badami, who passed away this year. And I said, that's it, I'm not doing this anymore. And we squashed Orco Expo, oh, as per my...
5: That's, you mean Orcopax, not Orco Expo.
1: Excuse me, Orcopax, correct, thank you. And uh, I, I've invited Orange County Stamp Club to participate with the show, which they'll have a booth out front, a greeting booth, as well as Long Beach. And uh, you know they can. I've had them as have their meeting at the show to help boost the club and and coincide. But it's it's very expensive. It's not a profitable business to be in. Um, I'm more like a philanthropist, though I don't have the money to do. But uh, (laughs) uh, I want these things to exist. I've actually have cut out some of the shows to make the others better, but I find that most shows do not properly advertise. They say, well, we tried that. Well, trying is something that has to be done on a regular basis, not once, oh, it didn't work. How do you know it didn't work? Um, Anyway, most of the places don't advertise properly or regularly or consistent. That's the number one downfall. The other thing is they don't have um, uh, up-to-date mailing lists. They carry old mailing lists. They don't uh, edit them properly. Uh, They don't promote properly. And they they go by the status quo. Well, this is the way we did it. Referring to Carl.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Poor Carl. This is the way we
1: do things. Excuse me. Those ways used to work in the 70s and prior but they don't work in the, the millennium. Millennium? Millennium?
3: Millennium. Millennium.
1: They don't work now. They don't work now. Otherwise, you would have been more successful. Anyway, um, I welcome people to, to try and do things. It's not easy. I have been asked, and I said, well, I charge uh, Sandical one year. They, they asked for my assistance. I said, well, I want a free booth. I want free advertising, and I want my hotel room paid for. Oh, well, it came back, well, we'll give you a free table, but we'll only pay for your hotel room if you sell all the tables. I said, no problem. So a month later, I had all the tables sold, and they had to give me a free hotel room, and a couple people complained. <laughs> and Well, because they didn't think I'd be successful at it.
3: Oh, so they were uh, promising uh... something and hoping that you'd never...
1: Correct. Uh... And, and and some of the shows and the club shows are... are really for exhibition purposes, and they promote the, the exhibitors, and they pay uh, judges uh, extraordinary amounts or, oh, or benefits amount. to come that Ridiculous the dealers amount. pay for, and they overlook the dealers. This is the biggest problem. The club shows overlook the dealers who are the ones that are actually financially supporting and promoting the show, and yet they don't promote the dealers. They, they just take us for granted, and they don't give us the things we need nor promote us the way they should. And being a dealer, I know what the dealers want. And that's been my success is that as a dealer, I provide the things that a dealer expects. And when they come up and say, Steve, where's the trash? Truck? I said, did you look under the table? No. <laughs> I said, where's the electricity? I said, did you look under the table? No. And then they wi- they walk away like they're tail wagging behind. And then after a few years, they stopped asking me because they know all those things have been provided free of charge. It's already a given. I give goodie bags for the dealers at Orco Expo. What's a goodie bag? It's got treats and water and a pad and paper and little extra things that nobody else does. Why? Because I'm a dealer and I would like to be treated nicely for the fact that we are the people who make the show work the dealers. if it wasn't for the dealers the collectors would not have an opportunity to come to the show so support the dealers go and find something buy something and people say well i can go online well that's nice and great why are you at the show then if you're at the show buy something from the dealer it's like going to the stamp store well i can buy it online well you want to the st- they complain about there's no stores well you have to buy things from the stores to make them want to stay and if you don't do that don't support the dealers well, there is no show. So it's a symbiotic relationship. If You can't have dealers without collectors. You can't have collectors without dealers. So I address those issues. I work at getting customers there. I work at getting dealers there that are of interest and that uh, have uh, uh, dec- nice stock or interesting things for everybody. And it's up to you to go and find something so you have a good show.
3: Yeah, that is one thing that I've noticed is you tend to, if somebody comes up and they're not really that much of a dealer or they don't have a stock or, you know, they're unprofessional in some way, you don't rent them a table. I mean, I've seen before where it's like, oh, I can't get into Steve's shows. It's like, yeah, but you have crap.
1: Yeah, well, we don't want, if if I have space and there's someone that's uh, starting out or whatever... Um, I, I call it a, like a garage sale clean-out. They're entitled. To, they can come to the show two times, and after that, they have to become professional. Yeah. They have to get a, a resale license or, um, you yeah, know, a resale license. To but just have an
3: inventory, you know, have it organized. I mean, I've, I've seen people who, you know, I understand there's a learning curve for selling stamps, but you can't have that learning curve going on for a year or two or whatever. Well, I think
1: it's an ongoing thing. Uh, you know, I— Anyone that thinks they know it all or knows it all, well, they're in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, you know, it's that's like, in everything, though. Exactly. So, uh, it's, it's interesting. It's fun. I hope you guys will come out sometime, plan your trips around a stamp show in Southern California, and go to Disneyland.
3: Sounds good to me. I'll be there. I'm going to be there. We'll have a booth.
1: That's right. PSE has a booth right next to the secret passageway to the auction.
3: Yeah, or, or no, 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 better <laughs> the secret passageway to the food.
1: Oh, the food also. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, yes. That is definitely. Well, don't more make important. that. A, don't make that a secret. Yeah, they have to walk. <laughs> right. Come out to Orco Expo and have lunch on us. Well, at the in the California
5: room or near anyway. us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll tell you, based on the the uh, the way the food was received last year, and the and The beef stroganoff was a super hit. Yeah, it was very good and very popular.
1: uh, Today, I in fact right before I came here, I was at the hotel ordering, and uh, we increased it uh, for Friday to serve as many as two hundred people. Wow! And we'll adjust for Friday or adjust for Saturday and Sunday based upon what Fridays are. So there should be plenty enough for everyone to go around.
5: Excellent. To
3: me, that that is so foolish that I've seen some shows not do where if you're at a hotel and they have a concierge or a uh, restaurant service is available and they don't feed they give the dealers crappy little sandwich lunches and this uh, last year was fantastic hot food hot food
1: and good and hot food. food and we're not asking you to pay for it we're asking you to come out and support the dealers
5: or give your two buy box. something from the dealers and have lunch on us yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: To send to send
0: we would like to thank the following for information used in this podcast. Wikipedia, Facebook, the Things You Should Know podcast, Lynn Stamp News, Backstory with the American History Guys. We would also like to give a shout out to the Southern Nevada Stamp Club in Las Vegas. Hey. hey
5: guys. I'm a member. You are? Yes, I am. How
0: about that? Oh. Hi, Steve. I'm going to be a member.
3: I just have to be in there on a Friday when they're having their meeting.
1: Maybe the next time I put a show on in Las Vegas. Oh, which I'll, I'm working at right now.
3: Oh, I would love. I'll, hey, we'll help you out.
1: Well, I got to. I got to see you sometime. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Oh, tentatively in March, uh, we're looking at the New Orleans. Hopefully, I can get in. Take.
0: Thank you for joining us for episode 107. This has been Cash, Scott, Tom, and I'm your host, Don. Continue the conversation at Stamp Show Here Today on Facebook. You can ask us questions, see pictures of the stamps, make comments, and add to the conversation on Facebook. Also, ask the experts your stamp questions at, blue paper at gradingmatters.com. You can also listen to all of our past podcasts at stampshowheretoday.com, Podbean.com, iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast listening platform. And as always, keep collecting.
5: This episode of Stampshire here today is brought to you by the Philatelic Book
1: of Secrets, the book that teaches you about repurfs, regums, color varieties, and much more. Get yours for ten dollars at www.philatelicsecrets.com today.